The Airbnb IPO is a go for 2020. Will investors hit snooze after the mixed results of some high-profile 2019 IPOs, or will this initial public offering finally be the one to hit big? We'll share what we know about the deal so far so you can evaluate it for yourself, plus results of our poll on what you guys, our friends, have to say, and so much more on this edition of Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. And coming to you from Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacky Benjamin Show. My mom's at Finished Basement. I'm Joe Saul Hi. This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories and thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break them down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And now we do it for you six days a week. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, a new way to automatically track your financial life with spreadsheets, introducing powerful new tools to automatically import your daily finances into Google Sheets, free templates, and a user community to get you started. Head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash Tiller, T-I-L-L-E-R, and you will get 20% off your annual subscription. How about that Bobby. So cool. We've got a great show today. We're talking another. We've talked about WeWork. We talked about Uber back in the day. We talked about maybe Lyft. We talked about all these IPOs. Yet another one coming down. Yeah. Uber and Lyft haven't been so hot. The jury's still out on WeWork, but it's not looking great so far. Yeah. We'll see how that goes when it finally actually happens. No, it could be super ugly, but we're going to have some awesome commentary on it. So let's see who's starting off today's show for us. This is Tim from the Faith and Finances podcast. Friends, check. Money, check. Friends with money? Let's do this. Today's piece comes to us from Business Insider. Bobby chose this one. This is written by Stephen Tweedy and Aaron Holmes. $31 billion Airbnb announces plan to go public in 2020. Uh, our writers write. Airbnb last Thursday announced it plans to go public in 2020. The startup didn't specify a timeline beyond, quote, during 2020. Airbnb has not clarified whether it has confidentially filed its S1 IPO paperwork, which would include basic financial information for potential investors to consider. An Airbnb spokesperson declined to comment when asked whether the paperwork had been filed. The home-sharing rental startup was last privately valued at $31 billion in September 2017, according to PitchBook. Airbnb's teased potential IPO plans as recently as March of this year, with co-founder Nathan Blacharsik saying that the company had not decided if we will go public in 2019. And then he goes on to be quoted as saying, we have already said that we are taking the next steps to be ready to go public in 2019. That doesn't mean we'll go public in 2019. That's what he was saying back when. Um, So the company hasn't clarified how it plans to list its shares either. Airbnb was considering a direct listing in June, Reuters reported. And here's some context to the story, guys. The writers write, a number of startups have gone public in 2019 to mixed results. Uber and Lyft went public earlier this year. Both companies have spent most of the time since trading, since then, trading below where they opened. WeWork's IPO plans, which were recently postponed until at least October, were derailed shortly after the startup publicly filed its S1 paperwork, which raised questions about the company's CEO, governance, spiraling losses, and unclear path to profitability. 
but not all is bad, Joe. Tech startups Zoom, Slack, which we use, PagerDuty, Cloudflare, and Pinterest went public in 2019 and currently are trading above their IPO price. One more paragraph. Let me just add this. That Mm -hmm. Airbnb's initial public offering has been heavily anticipated by Wall Street. The company had revenue of over a billion dollars in the third quarter of 2018, according to TechCrunch. In November, former Amazon Vice President Dave Stephenson joined Airbnb, fueling the market's hope that the company was preparing to go public. I, uh, I... I really have mixed feelings. I mean, my initial feeling about IPOs, I think, Bobby, are similar to yours, which are that, you know, this is a company that's been private. We don't have a lot of information yet. And investing your money in companies without a lot of information, when there's so many companies out there that are public for a while and we can get better information, like investing is about good information. And it's getting involved in the fear of missing out on an IPO, usually not worth it. However... I think there's a lot of things that are different. Airbnb has been around a lot longer than some of these other companies going public. Their revenue stream is certainly much better. I think their model is a model that might, I mean, we'll see the numbers before they go public, uh, but but their numbers kind of make it look like this might be a profitable company. How cool would that be to finally have a company that's uh, that's profitable instead of something that's you know draining cash nonstop like WeWork is? Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's early to be judgy. I think we don't know right now. So I think it's important to have the conversation. Companies like Uber and Lyft that have struggled in their initial um, time as public companies seem to get a lot of the headlines. And it was very important to me when we were just reading part of the story right now to talk about the companies that maybe are doing pretty well and have been good investments. We tend to talk a lot about, oh my goodness, because there's so much drama in it. And maybe there's a little bit of, um, I don't know what the word is, schadenfreude? Is that, a, is that the right word? It, is wow. That of like Holy cow. Event? I don't know. but And definitely we're not going to spell that because I come from TV, so I can't spell. <laughs> but, you know, people want to kind of jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, that IPO was a disaster. But there's a lot of companies. I mean, first of all, every company that's ever gone public that is publicly traded had an IPO at some point, generally, unless they merged through other means and there's some, you know, but generally they went public. I mean, look, other companies that have done very well over the years, long term had rocky IPOs. So the jury's still out even on Uber and Lyft. We don't know where that's going to go. It's complicated. And there are a lot of companies that have done well. So I think I would just say let's monitor and keep on it. I think it's a really interesting company, though. I, I thought this company would never succeed, just so you know. I thought this was a ridiculous idea. I thought maybe you'd get a few college kids or concert goers where there was no hotel available that would try to crash on people's couches because it was originally literally an air mattress when they think it was in California somewhere when uh, they just saw a need for extra places to crash basically. Right. Right. Um, And a lot of the growth by the way has been in not, uh, I mean, not so much in this crashing in some, in a stranger's home, but more people rent Airbnbs that are homes that are very short term rentals, not necessarily sleeping on a stranger's couch. Let's be clear about that. And the article goes on to talk about something called backyard that they're investing in, which is basically building their own, short-term rentals. So this is kind of an alternative to hotels, not so much what the original concept was. And it will continue to evolve. But And that's what I like. This is a company that while it was public, 
or excuse me, while it was private, has evolved. They've also gone through their share of controversy, as we've all seen, like uh, Uber did. But I think they weathered it better than Uber. Like they made they made better decisions about what to do when they had trouble. So this is a company I feel like that's already been through a lot of the storm and has done you know has, has done pretty cool stuff. And as you know, once you go public, things are a lot different for a company. Like you then are beholden to your quarterly earnings, whereas a private company, you didn't have to do that. Um, so that's interesting. And I know a lot of people right here now are saying like, okay, so what does this have to do with me? I think if we look at ourselves like the spot where Airbnb's at right now, and you think about number one, having a board of directors, making a decision to do something different and to go a different route, and all your board of directors are online and looking backward and saying, have we weathered the storm in a way? Are we profitable? Like, I love the introspection that I think goes into a successful IPO. And I think if we all went through that type of introspection with our own money, how great would we be with our cash? Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's always important to do that. We did do a poll on our Instagram at Money Friends Pod, Joe, um, and we asked people, Based on what we know now and your own Airbnb experience, how interested are you in investing in this deal? What do you think the results were in this completely unscientific poll? I th- This one, I think, would be different than the one we did on Saturday. I think this one would be more 50-50. Well, um, okay. I didn't actually. I should have told you. The, the uh, choices were setting my uh, alarm now and hit snooze. So you think it's about 50-50 between those. I bet it's well. Set my alarm now was a little aggressive, Bobby. So like I think it's, that's so, true. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's going to be a little bit more on hit snooze for most people. But I think that if we change that wording a little bit, I would hope that it's in the fifty-fifty range. But this might, might be like eighty twenty. I was on, trying to be creative on, on hit snooze. No, it's nice. It's good. <laughs> All right. So the results were actually you're really good at this, Joe. You know, you nailed it on Saturday, and you nailed it again. It is seventy-five percent for hit snooze and twenty. for setting my alarm now. Well, if, if this whole podcasting thing doesn't work out, this podcasting thing doesn't work out. Maybe I can do the guess your weight thing, you know, at the carnival. I know you're very good. Um, Let me read one comment from um, our Instagram friends. And that is from Vincent. He says tech and tech related IPOs are well-built hype machines that typically don't benefit mom and pop. And I guess that goes to um, the fact that sometimes retail investors don't always get access to the best deals. Sure. Nope. I totally uh, agree with that. If you're looking at an IPO and you look at the amount of money that that's made, usually by the time it goes public, uh, this is an opportunity for the insiders to cash in. So I don't get as excited about the buying it on day one as I do, you know, if I'm excited about Airbnb, maybe being able to finally put my money where my mouth is and invest in that company. I might get excited about that. By the way, usually... For 99.9% of us, you do this with sandbox money, right? You do this with money that you can afford to lose if you're investing in individual stocks. Yes. IPOs can be extremely volatile and uh, can pop on the first day, but then anything goes. You never really know. They are risky. I have a feeling we're going to be doing this again. We're going to be talking about Airbnb again in the future. And probably we work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be a different discussion. But that's my own opinion. That's my own cynicism right there coming through. Maybe we'll do a compare and contrast show. In just a second, uh, you're going to hear Bobby and my biggest takeaway from today's show. But for today, uh, Tiller 
is our sponsor. And the reason that we asked Tiller to sponsor us is because I use Tiller to manage uh, my money. What I like about it is the fact that it's a spreadsheet program. Uh, By the way, the interesting thing is I'm a guy that doesn't like spreadsheets, but I like Tiller because of the fact that I have played with lots of different apps because on the Stacking Benjamin show, we talked to lots of different fintech founders. And so I play with a lot of different technology and there's usually something I don't like about different apps. And I think to myself, if I could change that one thing, the cool thing about Tiller, you can change that one thing because of the fact that it's it's a spreadsheet. And so I start off with a template. There's many to choose from when you go to Tiller. And then I can take that template and I can dumb it down, which is what I generally like to do. But if you're somebody that likes to see more, you can do that too. It's very customizable. And at the same time, you get the power of spreadsheets, but the ease that I like. Head to stackingbenjamins.com forward slash Tiller, T-I-L-L-E-R, and you'll get 20% off your uh, first year if you use our link. So thanks to Tiller for helping us out. And thanks to you for uh, using our link because that's how Tiller uh, pays us and helps us keep, uh, keep podcasting. So, all right, Bobby, it's the moment of truth. What's our big takeaway when we're talking about Airbnb here? Let it be known, I was 100% wrong on the entire concept here, so I own that. I didn't get the whole idea of people just staying in strangers' home, but the company has grown by evolving into basically a a super short-term rental resource that people adore. It has literally become part of our language to Airbnb something. So I would not bet against them as a company. As an IPO, we definitely need to know a lot more about the financials, I will be putting that on my fall reading list, Joe. <laughs> it's it, and it's it's coming. Uh, on my end, I want to focus on this idea of going public as a big takeaway uh, because if you're somebody that owns a private company, going public is a sign of success, and most people look for. Uh, look toward going going public. And if, and if I'm somebody who's managing my own money, I'm also looking for that. And look at what Airbnb did. They reinvented themselves when things got tough. They made sure they had strict financial controls. They continued to evolve. And I think instead of giving up on our own finances, if we take some of those good lessons about how Airbnb's changed, whether they're a good company or bad company now, I'll leave that to you, the listener or the viewer. But in terms of what have they done to get to this point, I say kudos to Airbnb for still being around and being relevant and doing something that Bobby thought was damn near impossible and making it work to getting this far. So uh, let's all strive for that as well. I'm not saying we should hold Airbnb up as a phenomenal company. Please don't write to me if, if you don't like Airbnb. I'm saying look at this as a case study and continue to evolve yourself. Very well said, Joe. Well, thank you. We'll see if we do get fan mail about this. (laughs) I'm sure we quote fan mail, right? Fan mail, yeah. (laughs) I know all about that. Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us today. Uh, If you want to watch us make the show and make the show with us, head to uh, facebook.com forward slash iStackBenjamins. That's the Stacking Benjamins Facebook page. And uh, Bobby and I hang out here a few days a week making shows. And it's always fun to do this in front of a live Facebook audience. Thanks to everybody who's left us a review. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Oh, yes, we have to talk about social media. Bobby. Where do they find us yes. on social media? Don't, don't, for, don't you forget to plug those socials. We often preview what we're going to talk about so you guys can vote in those polls we were just talking about. 
on our socials. Generally, if you want to be in the polls, you need to be following us on Instagram and stay close to the stories because usually a day or at least a few hours before we tape, we do put out questions and polls that you can vote and leave comments. So you can be part of the show, even if you don't have, even if the schedule doesn't work for you to be live with us on Facebook Live, you can leave those comments on the uh, Instagram stories and still get a shout out and be part of the show. Oh, at Money Friends Pod. Amen. And you know, and uh, uh, it's so fun to take part in the polls. Um, I'm always interested to see how close I get. And I think this you carnival- like them because you seem to guess them. Well, you this do better better on that than our our guests have done. Um, we stumped Chad Carson last week completely. <laughs> I don't know. We got a new cast coming in soon. We'll see how they do with the polls. I'm telling you, Carnival Barker might be in my future. <laughs> we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. This show is created and hosted by Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Our engineer is Caden Thompson. And for a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with a real episode of Money with Friends. <laughs>